Yeah, this is 10. All right. So um, this this is a special episode one because we made it 10 episodes. Yeah. That's that's probably the most amazing thing out of all of this. And we also have a special guest. So I, I think it's probably the well, first, you've got LeBron Palmer and JJ Wood. And then we also will allow him to introduce himself justice for what he's already set up. So go ahead and please introduce yourself on the mic now. Uh, this is Chris Price. I'm one of the administrators for the Greater Houston Golfers Facebook group. And um, t- just before we even get started, give people some quick information about that, and then we'll jump back into it as we do an interview with you as well. Uh, the group started initially in 2013. We had a little parting of ways with a few people. The current group started February 2016. Uh, it's basically just a group to get together and find people to play golf with argue with <laughs> poke jabs at sell merchandise I have, yeah i've seen some good merchandise on there as well to that guy uh with the dreads of fedex driver uh that would take videos of his swing uh mike no uh, i know who you're talking about did i miss his I, did i miss yeah, something before you got oh, okay, okay, no, okay this guy you would have loved it. it he was uh, was he, he was a good a, player this guy was a fedex driver <laughs> he would go and take videos of his swing I'm pretty sure I saw him in the pro shop one day here dropping off some FedEx stuff. <laughs> he won about eight hundred. He's wearing his FedEx. <laughs> he won about eight hundred fifty dollars on the Legacy Tour with his seventeen What's a handicap. Tour? Is that like I Tour? It's one of the I little. Remember, he was the I Tour like all time money yeah. later or something. Well, he's an amateur golfer. At that, that point, once he's once he surpassed the seven hundred fifty dollar USGA limit, we kind of let it be known that sorry, buddy, you're a pro. Yeah. So everybody <laughs> wait, wait, took off. So on there was a, about a fifteen handicap in there. Yeah. There was an yeah. amateur. Golfer. There's, a gol- there's you've never heard of I tour. Yeah, or, but what I'm yeah. saying is he he played. Tour. He was an amateur golfer yes. who also played professional no, events. These, no, these tours you get to use your handicap, but you play for money. So like I played in one with one of my students because he wanted to start playing competitive golf. Okay, and my student actually beat me. Gross because of the gross. Okay, that <laughs> yeah. makes sense then. But okay, the guy. So we get paired together, me and my buddy, and there's this third guy. He's a school teacher in Dallas. And this is the last time I ever played because he was uh, like a one handicap. And my buddy, I said, put down scratch because he could shoot under par. He didn't have a handicap, but he shoots 69. Wow. And this other wow. guy shoots uh, like 71 or 70. He shoots like 72, whatever, where my student would win by one. And the guy comes in. He's like, no, I had five on number 10. It was a par five. And I, I was keeping his card, and I was like, "No, you had six. We all three putted this par five. And you, I watched your five footer like go one way, mine went the other, and I missed. I know, like, I still have it in my head. And uh, my student was, was like, "Yeah, but he didn't want to say anything. He's all shy, like first tournament, you know. He shoots six. Yeah, but you got to speak up. Yeah, yeah so you he was like, yeah, up. he missed it, but it was. He didn't want to look like he was trying to screw that guy to get the win, you know, because that guy's handicap, he got to drop a shot. And that, if it's your first time and you're, you say you're whatever you're 10, but you shoot 75, you've got a, you can only go two lower than your handicap yeah. if they don't know you. So is that, is that something so that he still had to exists go from or? 69 to 70. And that guy went from like, he was like a 1.2, he went from like 70. Two to seventy one, which got him to like sixty nine point eight. Gosh! And so, and it was like a thirteen hundred dollar first place and like six hundred second place. And then uh, I saw the fairway golf tour guy after because he's like, you know, golf's about integrity. And I was like, you know, what are you going to say? It's he said, she said. And I'm like, look, I get it. This is my student, but I'm not the type that's going to, you know, do make up a story. And uh, anyways, he he never saw him again. I saw the fairway golf tour guy a couple years later, and he's like, I still haven't seen him back. 
and he used to play them all the time. So someone yeah. actually called. Someone him out probably called him out. Yeah, he uh, couldn't get away with it. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I stayed away from those things. So the Legacy Tour is very similar to that. It's a bunch of amateurs. You play off your handicap. Uh, I don't know if you want me to mention the guy's name or not. No, no, keep, we'll keep his name out. Yeah, we'll talk later. <laughs> He's played at a 16 handicap, went out and won the event, won a little over $850 and was bragging what about it. Oh, are you, are you talking about the guy I'm talking about? Yeah, the FedEx driver. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, bragging about how much money he won and he'll play anybody, this, that, and the other. And everybody's like, well, you're a pro now. You don't have a handicap. <laughs> you, you've surpassed the USGA limit of $750 in cash earnings. <laughs> they were so hard on him. Oh, oh man. He was, it, it was, was he mad? <laughs> he wasn't mad. He didn't he play it off get, very well, but he took a lot of heat. He took so much heat for so long, not yeah. just about that, but a lot of different ridiculous things he would say and they would just give it to him oh this is a prime group to be a part of so we can we promote the group today as well absolutely okay okay. so we will and we will definitely do that we will try not to name names but people's (laughs) sometimes it slips out like his alias you know accidentally used yeah he used my real name i'm like you can't just do that on my real name and i was you're you're the golf professional you're jj wood golf (laughs) yeah or natron or natron or butterbean Butterbean, personally, but yeah. so ten years, twenty years ago, I would have said. So I think wrong. we'd be remiss if we didn't um, at least acknowledge um, Kobe Bryant's passing. I know that he didn't have any connection to golf, or not anything that I saw. He had any connection to golf, but um, losing a um, sports figure at that age, just shortly after he retired, um, you know, in the golf world, one thing that's always celebrated, we get to see our heroes well into their. Um, 70s, 80s, sometimes 90s, not only still trying to play, but also coming to tour events and well, being the ambassadors of the game. Well. Champions tour still playing. So it, it just, it's and just tough to see you know, and mentoring guys, the younger yeah. players. Yeah. And I think Kobe was pretty involved in mentoring younger guys. Absolutely. So it's just tough to see um, a life cut short, especially from what it sounded like. And again, we're not here to pass judgment, but that could have been avoidable because it seemed like they had did some things, grounded other helicopters, things like that ahead of time. So just, you know, certain judgments, you know, life is so unpredictable. It's just a sad situation that happened with Kobe and his family mm-hmm. yes, and other people on board as well. Of course, There's nine, um, nine people on board. Nine. Rest in peace. All nine. One was a former baseball player from University of Houston. I saw really? that Who was the coach at Orange County Community College. I saw that. Did you did you know Kobe's daughter was playing? Uh, they had a. A travel basketball tournament uh-huh. here and i believe i could be wrong but someone told me this last night that they were playing in houston the day before and they flew back i wouldn't doubt it i mean there's always games because i mean the, some kid from their school or his son's school uh yeah. there's a really good player there and she played against kobe's daughter yeah, that i believe it the day before yeah it's just it's just unfortunate and it kind of got me to thinking and before the pod we kind of talked some probably the closest parallel in the golf world would be Payne stewart and and I think y'all were both saying you kind of remember where you were when yeah. you because the Payne Stewart thing happened over I mean it was like a period of an hour they followed et yeah it cetera. was a couple hours they actually you know deployed fighter jets up to look and confirm that there was no life in the airplane the pilots were dead and it was an issue of where is this going to run out of gas and they predicted the Dakotas and they were pretty well on target yeah, I mean, it was. I remember I was getting to high school golf practice, and I my coach told me they had it on the news right there. Similar to 9/11, I was at school. Yeah, obviously that was a more tragic, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of more people. But and, and it's one of those things where you know I often say, um, you know, life is is so fragile, like, and you don't realize that it is until moments where 
a person like Payne or a Kobe where they're connected to all of us in a way that we don't even know they're connected to us in. Mm. Like it's weird because I, I shouldn't care that Kobe Bryant passed or people shouldn't have cared that Payne passed, but they're connected to you outside of just your day-to-day yeah, activities. I started, you know? I started thinking about it. I played one year junior high basketball and yeah. I had Kobe Bryant, black Adidas, yeah. high tops with sure. the eight gold yeah. and purple. This is a question I have for you. Why – when and why did he change his number from eight to 24? It was after the case. Um, his, so after the Colorado case. Oh, as I he, heard that, that girl that accused him way back when of yeah. the case. Uh, she uh, is like, she's on leave, paid leave. Like, cause there's a lot of stuff coming out. Cause some reporter like, put it on his Twitter, repost the news article. Right yeah, they shouldn't have did that. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't have did now that. Now that girl's in like hiding. And it's crazy. Yeah, I think I think um, you know one thing about um, our personalities. Um, none of us have a um, a streamlined history. You know, Kobe had some things within his life that people would question. Tiger has had some things in his life that people would question. But the one thing that we can say is he had some type of redemption. And in sports, winning kind of clears the slate somewhat for people and and i mean he, in his he fatherhood did a stuff good now job and, of cleaning up i mean he was pretty you know clean the rest of his career he did what he could yeah you he know, did what he could everyone makes mistakes i mean that's you know who knows we're not I'm none of us are but, perfect trust me yeah but uh yeah it's sad but in in the golf world are are there any other uh, other than pain where i know we just recently lost arnie but we knew that was on its way. Yeah, that was on its way. I can think of not golf, but like Oklahoma State basketball team. Oh yeah, when they when, when they, they um, that was like two thousand three. I was like twenty three. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't in Oklahoma yet. Yep, so I was like twenty three. That was probably pretty tragic. That was in Oklahoma. It was. Um, it, and there's been a few other cases like that, but of course, um, rest in peace, rest in power. Um, to Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the other seven passengers on the board. And then I didn't even realize the UH connection. So, yeah. Chris, thank you for bringing that up. Cause so, uh, I mean, <clears throat> what's rest in power mean? Yes, I don't like to say peace. So, to me, I feel like if you say rest in peace, that means that he has no other – um, way to influence the rest of us so here. So rest in power, power it, to, to you know, Mamba mentality, things like that. There's still All some the power influence over us. On the Phoenix Open, like Justin Thomas has the wedges stamped with like yeah. Mamba. Yeah, like, I mean, because he, it, I think he influenced more than just basketball. Where did the Mamba come from? His so, work ethic? Or? Yeah, it, he, he, he took the black Mamba snake. He used the characteristics of that snake to be characteristics of his basketball style. You know what's crazy is I, I got this new sports psychology book called The Alter Ego, and I'm not too far into it, but like Bo Jackson, all these great athletes he started out talking about, they all have this alter ego for them. when they You almost get, have to. When they're in their arena or training or whatever, like Superman, you know. It's crazy. And then Black Mamba, yeah. like, that would fit. But, yeah, they have the Mamba – what what are they calling it? Like the Mamba work ethic I'm mentality, sure Mon- mentality. Mamba mentality. Yeah. So that's going to live on for. I mean, in in our world, Bryson probably has the biggest alter ego right now because he swears yeah. he's Superman well, when he he's swears golfing. He's like Albert Einstein, <laughs> well, and, and apparently like he's do an IQ test. Yeah, apparently <laughs> he's a video game famous person now. There's a app you can go to and watch people play video games. And Bryson's on. I didn't one know of the he played games. On the list. Your, your favorite player, Harold Varner, he had a guy out at uh, one of the recent tour events. Maybe when they're in Mexico or one of those countries, 
uh, he he had met him through the video gaming stuff. <laughs> yeah. And right. uh, the guy, and so he couldn't speak good English. So he had Carlos Ortiz. Wow, that uh, is crazy. With him, and they like hung out with him for the. You week know, that's a generational like best thing. Friends now from the. That's the a generational yeah. thing. I mean, meeting yeah. people online from playing video games is definitely a generational thing. But well, to, go, to go back to your rest, go yeah, to go back to your rest in power thing. I think with the foundations that these athletes build through their careers, you know, Kobe's foundation's got to be huge. Tiger's foundation, the Tiger Woods schools. Exactly. Arnold Palmer's foundation. Arnie's Army started way back, long before I found this game. Yeah. And the legacy that lives on will live on beyond us. Oh, yeah. I and that's no kind of where I use that power. Like, yeah. it, we, we don't like want that. it to be peaceful. Like, you know, celebrate that yeah. person, but continue their legacy. You yeah, know? you don't want things to stop. Okay, well. This Kobe's person's gone. No, this no. person's gone. Let's you know close down everything he had and let's move on to the next person. You don't want that. Exactly. Right? I mean, no, they have I, families that are going to continue to support. I mean, the Hogan Foundation alone. Yeah, the Hogan Foundation I mean, is huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and you know what? Golf has probably done the best job as it relates to community involvement because I recently saw a stat that they crossed like a was it two billion dollar mark or well, something every on tournaments goes to the lo uh, local charity like Houston yeah. Golf Association has a charity yeah yeah that the proceeds would go to I mean that's crazy two billion dollars just from a golf industry where you know they're only playing what 40 weeks a year no, no, it's like forty-eight events. Oh, so they play all right at just under fifty. Yeah. Oh, that's too many events. I mean, let's well, let's get into that real quick. Is that too many events? Saturated, but then the other side is some of these cities that they're going to aren't real big cities, and they rely on the PJ Tour event for their charitable. I mean, but know, fifty events. It's like forty-eight. Yeah, it, it's saturated. It's kind of like junior golf back when I like it started with like Phil Mickelson, I think was the first era of AJGA okay. American junior golf association. And it was like the PGA tour of junior golf. Even yeah, when yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. through it, we had 30 events a year, like a tour schedule, one a week. Now there's over 120. That's of them. too many events. And so it a kid is. wins an AJGA. doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. If you want an AJGA back when I was in high school, you were going somewhere big, you know? And you hear stories from some of these juniors parents that they're not financially capable of traveling around the country. Exactly. To play. My son, my oldest son, played travel ball, baseball. Oh, that's expensive. And, and we too. were gone all summer a lot of times. Wait, the entire summer, like probably no vacation time. Probably no six anything? to seven weeks of the summer we were playing. Yeah, baseball that's that's somewhere. too much. That's it too is. much. Well, I have that college recruiting program, and that's one of the aspects I've added in is tournament scheduling yeah. and helping them navigate an affordable plan. Because you don't, there's a lot of tours out there that you pay so much money and you think they're important because of how they brand themselves and they're getting nothing but a t-shirt wow, on top yeah. of it. Wow, We're wow. like the Beltway 8 tour. They do a great job. It's ran by the Houston High School golf coaches and they, it's like 30 bucks to play. Wow. They have three events a week like in each part of town. Like they got different. So they're helping kids out then versus yeah, just making it a money they, grab. Because it's high school golf coaches. Yeah. I want their kids playing more. They got a good group of like when, where I was playing high school golf, we had the football coach and you know, he didn't know anything, didn't really care, got his stipend. Yeah. Uh, where they actually care. And they, like I was talking about earlier, before we started the show, you know, exactly. get, under the, get under the gun because kids play video games and, yep. you know, and sit on track, man. They yep. want to do that. They don't want to play as much as they want to do the technology stuff. And I think with that many tournaments, it spreads the recruiting then, too. College coaches can't be everywhere. Well, you're exactly where, right. That's what I tell yeah. them. Like, unless yeah. you're, you know, one of the, feet, like, top 50 in the country on the national junior golf rankings you're like you're a dime a dozen because no like can't they don't know <laughs> you know it's hard they don't know yeah. what if this tour in 
the hurricane tour i think is getting kind of big in florida like is like what's that competition like what's those courses like they can't really evaluate saying they can't fly everywhere they got budgets you know and they got their own team to you know deal with so and and just speaking of um golf in general um especially here in houston it's a pleasure to have chris with us today um he's entrenched in the um, houston golf community of course and and we just want to kind of have a conversation with you about um houston golf in general um where you think it's going you know um, we've heard of some high profile courses that are closing here um and the is it next month that i i don't know because i you know the director of golf over at raveno yeah. is uh was the assistant here when i got here okay and uh he you know there's so many rumors because they're not actually putting they're not actually using the golf course for the retention what are they building retention retention, retention pond, pond. Yep. yeah, yeah. they need the clubhouse uh tennis courts all that so there's rumors that the maybe the current owner or someone's putting up all this money to reroute the course a few oh, of the wow. holes okay and then build the pro shop but i mean we've already got probably a dozen members just because members of that over news. here already because yeah. I mean, even if they do that, the course has got to be shut down for a while. Sure. So, Chris, yeah. give us I an think idea. it's going to be a lengthy process no matter what yeah. they do over there. It's not going to be closed tomorrow and start digging a hole. Yeah. So, for the people who are not from Houston that listen to us, because we've got some out-of-state um, listenership, and we appreciate that. Um, we've got my parents in Arizona. I know. Got your continue, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma can continue to share. <laughs> You'll have um, my father in Illinois yeah, when see, this is keep, done. Yep. Keep sharing. Keep growing. Yeah. Kind of give people an idea, Chris, because you may be able to – Give us some details. Now, are you a Houstonian originally? or nope. okay. Born and raised in a small farming community up in Illinois. Okay, okay. Uh, fighting Illini? Fighting Illini okay. fan. Huge fan. Where did you go to school? Uh, not there. <laughs> uh, moved here in 85. Oh, so you've been here for a while then. Okay. I've, I've been here. I, my wife says I'm not a native just because she is, but I've been here long enough yeah. to I think I am. Yeah, I've been of here course. been here about a decade now, 2010. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for people who don't, live here or don't visit houston often houston is really awkward to me because it's got maybe five real cities it's <laughs> a huge yeah, yeah the biggest like, small city or smallest yeah. big city everyone yeah for real like, like it, everybody knows everybody like a small town i feel like but it's but so they're so big. spread out it, yeah well and there's so many people too well, last year the local katie paper said katie will be as large as pittsburgh by 2024 and i, I could believe it yes yeah. i mean it's it's That's incredible crazy. growth out there yep. especially off 99 and um what about Pearland? isn't that another Pearland's that's growing another too area. yeah that's Absolutely. another area so you know we've got different pockets of different styles of golf almost you know if you think about houston in general um down the, south you don't have as many <laughs> tree line courses i don't feel like with like the Wildcats, the uh, what's the one in Clear Lake? Uh, Clear Link, Creek. Uh, there's Clear Creek, uh, but what's the Link style one? Magnolia Creek. Magnolia, Magnolia Creek. Creek. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up here, it's all that's in Lake like, City. You know, like you the Parkland like style courses around here, in North Carolina or something. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So give us an idea. Like, um, where, where do you think? You know what what's happening in Houston golf? What are some things that you feel like could take Houston golf to the next level? What are some ideas? Uh, for me, one of the biggest examples I see is when I go play, I usually stick around afterwards and hit balls. And yesterday we played at Cypress Lakes, and the number of high school kids that showed up at 2 o'clock to play was amazing to me. Okay. There, there were 35 kids, best I could count, for a high school two high school golf teams. Well, the Woodland, I know the Woodlands coach, and uh, he's a women's coach, but he – 
They have a hundred boys on the boys team at the Woodlands High School. Or this is a year or two. Ago. And you know they can't all play at once. I mean, they can only take the top what six or seven to tournaments. I think five. Well, five. I think they may be going to six. But a few, a couple of years ago, the Woodlands B team. I don't know how UIL works in Texas, but yeah. uh, the Woodlands B team won the state championship, and the A team got second. So, so That's explain to me how that works then. So. Well, I don't know. That's yeah. What, yeah, that's, that's all about Okay, yeah, okay. That's weird. Two teams out there. Yeah, and then your B team ends up winning state. Well, it's golf. I mean, hey, I do have to remind you I beat Phil Mickelson. True, true, one. true. You did, right. you did, you but did. our careers are a little slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that, Jason. So, Katie, you're um, – Compared to, let's say, the spring area, are there differences in how the course styles are? Or oh yeah, there's, okay. There are some courses, especially you get up north around Conroe area, where you get a lot of elevation changes. Oh, you're right. Which yeah. I love playing those courses. You're right. Yeah. I love going to the hill country and play golf for that reason. Yeah. You go down south and you're playing a course where you can see from hole one all the way across. It's, it's to, like runways. To hole seven, yeah, it's runways. Like uh, Hearthstone is the in, one that pops in my head. We played a little event there. I just it's just back and yeah. forth, back and forth, flat runways, <laughs> I feel yeah, like. Perfect example of that is a little course, very few people know about it. It's called River Point down south of Greatwood. Okay. The front nine, it kind of weaves around through ponds and trees. The back nine, you go out for four holes, back for five holes. Oh, wow. It's straight okay. Back. So, so you could see the whole back nine, basically. You can see the entire back nine with a row of trees between it. But huh. it's a little <laughs> hidden gem down there. They take good care of it okay. and doesn't get much play. So would you say that um, in Houston, you can almost find any style of golf that you like? Absolutely. I mean, if, if you links, want links golf, yeah. if you want a parkland course, tree lined, you want some elevation, you want flat, you can find it in the Houston area. Well, see, in, so that's why I came back to Houston because I feel like Houston, I mean, we got a, a big – the Facebook group is why I well, like the Facebook exactly, group too yeah, because yeah. it's such a big city with a lot of golfers, but I feel like like in Dallas, they get a lot – they have a lot more golf academies, for example. Like they got Jim McClain, they got uh, Cameron McCormick, and they got all these resources for golfers. But in Houston, there wasn't a true golf academy. I mean, Matt Swanson School of Golf, but they're just doing one-hour lessons. We have the J.J. Wood Golf Academy uh, right we, here. We, we are going to get into that, you well, know? Well, no, and then <laughs> and they kind of had the same idea. Um, but really, for this big of a city, and now uh, Summit up at Augusta Pines, but that was before I moved here, there wasn't a true golf academy where you're teaching skill development yeah. rather than just swing technique and fitting it, TPI and all that. Exactly. One-hour exactly. techni technical lessons. Well, one thing I found with the, the Dallas market, especially the, the other young man who started this group with me originally, shortly after it started, moved to Dallas, it started the same type of group. They have less than 200 members last I checked. Oh, wow. Really? Okay, so Houston's more connected then. Houston is yeah. very much more connected. Yeah. It's, and I think they're looking for, yeah, golf stuff to do, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I find, and I tell everybody I play with, whether I've played with them 100 times or I've played with them once, they say, well, I played with this guy the other day. Why is he not in our group? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, well, yeah. Our group is a social melting pot, just like it's Houston. Pretty funny, yeah. Men, women, children. Yep. And, and they keep it real, like we talk about. They yeah. keep it real. They don't it stays real. when they when no, you say I, something, I you better yeah. have your, uh, yeah, you you better put have something your facts for, behind you. <laughs> you put something for sale on our page, I promise you we get one guy is going to bid $20 right yeah, off the bat. Yeah. We, name? Uh, I'm not naming names. Uh, don't oh, yeah. name names. I, well, I can't because he came to our golf academy on a Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> and every time he says something, I say something about the Groupon and get him back. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. All right, so let, let's, let's talk a bit then 
um, you know, we've got championship courses here as well. So what what would both of you all get both of your opinions? The most difficult track in Houston. What, what would you all consider Houston area? You can even go out to let's exclude uh, what's Tiger's new course. Um, Blue Jack. Let's exclude that just well, because. Well, that wouldn't even be on the. Have you played there? I've played there twice. It's yeah. very, it's a good experience. The oh, greens okay. are amazing, but that's the defense of the course. It's kind of like Augusta from one. Yeah, it's okay, wide so open. We can, there's no okay. rough. Wide open. Yeah. Okay. No rough. Okay. It's wide open. But it, you still want to play there. It's cool. Yeah. You know, one thing I'll say as far as the quality of courses, this is one of the few areas where you'll have four or five courses that could hold a U.S. Open qualifier at any time. At any point. Yeah. Okay. I played okay. a course up. rotate them around quite I a bit. played a course up north of Conroe a couple of years ago that five years ago I wouldn't pay $20 to play it. It was in U.S. Open condition. The greens wow. were Panorama Village. Uh, the greens were flawless. We need they to take a trip. This, yeah, they looked like these, this turf right here. The fairways didn't have a mark on them. It's like it hadn't been played in months. Wow. And so was, nobody knows about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we need that. to go out there. Yeah, yeah. we there's do. A reg, there's a regular group of you know the neighborhood golfers yeah. to get up there. So it's a neighborhood golf course then? Yes, or it's, it's Tuck Country Club. Have you, have you been to Tomball Country Club? I have been. Uh, that's one of the fun funnest places to play. Yeah. It's only like 6,300 yards. And then I, we play in the money game they have, play tee up, so it's about 6,000 yards. Oh, y'all are killing that course but, then. No, you're not. Oh, it's, it's difficult? Thing. Okay. Well, I mean, the first time I played, I think I shot a couple over because I was just hitting drivers trying to cut corners, and I was out of bounds half the time. Oh, so <laughs> the, land, the landing really areas are tough there. Okay. Yeah, but they have a good group of guys, too, that it's fun to go yeah, play. And we mentioned Revenue possibly closing, and courses closing off, and there's actually a new course being built up in Cleveland by the man, oh, wow. by the man who built Wolf Point, which is a – hidden gem that no one knows about apparently there's also a little what, nine hole course in port lavaca what about I know oh i a, might check they, that out that's north of kingwood uh cleveland is north of porter north of Kingwood. yeah just yeah. right there on it's actually it's cleveland uh, county right? yeah mike nuzo is the designer they wanted to build a golf course in the neighborhood he went and looked at the property and said i can't do it yeah he came up with nine holes of regulation full-size golf course nine holes of par three and a nine hole putting course Wow. Okay. And I don't know the schedule on an opening. I've talked to some people on the inside, and they said it should be early spring this year. So that's one of those things that really will be a hidden gem. Yes, because it will. most people don't look for nine hole courses. One, and people aren't going to want to drive that far. It's drive that, but that's Country not that bad. Club. Though. That's another cool. But you want a nine hole gym, Conroe Country Club. And Conroe got, Country Club. They, okay. You better bring your A game. And too. you better bring your, that difficult. There's no, some, no, no. I'm just saying if you're going to play in their game. Oh, their game. Uh, yeah, they, okay. okay. I've heard so some. I've heard some names tour come. Guy, mini tour legends. Yeah, I've heard know? some names up there that you see on the PGA Tour. Nice. Yeah, you'll see. I played. Gosh, what's his name? I forget his name, but. Yeah, he was out there playing one day, but they put you play like a five sum and you yeah. play the same nine twice. Yeah, and the one thing and they I alternate remember, tee boxes the way I understand yeah, it. Yeah, and the greens are flawless, like thir yeah. 12 thirteens, and they most of the time. And uh, they do birdie. Well, I know one of the games is how many birdies in your group, and so we came in with seventeen gross birdies, and we got last. I so believe that's that. Like yeah, I believe three that, birdies. A person, I yeah. mean, gross. If you say it's competitive like that, though, yeah. 17 is yeah. not going to get mean, you too far. I mean, there was like 30. I was like, so, like, everyone had six birdies? Or, you know, but one guy was, like, a web.com. Ah, okay. Can't, can't keep his card kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. And he made, like, nine, you know. It's yeah, like, I've, I've heard some names from there. Jonas Blix is the name I've heard. Sean, oh, nice. Sean Stephanie yeah, gets up there. I, I know a couple guys we can go up there and play. If you yeah. Nice. Time. You, yeah. Better, nice. you better bring your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> you bring your A game. Yeah. Now, the next thing I knew, I lost 200. I know a couple members up there as well. 
So. And speaking of um, matches in general, um, the second annual uh, the sec- match play is coming up. Actually, it'd be the fourth annual match oh. match play twenty fourth. Okay. Um, looking at setting up the qualifier. Hopefully, here at Northgate Country Club. Nice. I've spoken to Jeremy this morning. We're working on a date, but sign up for that. We'll probably start here in the next week. And where will details for and, and kind of give people an idea of what the setup would be for the event as well? Uh, it'll be posted on our Facebook group. Okay. It'll be a pin post. It'll be at the top of any time you open it. Okay. Uh, the way it runs, you come play the qualifier. Depending on the number of entrances, how many people will make the match play. For example, let's say we have 16 in match play. You and your opponent decide on a course to play over the next month. It's 80% of your handicap differential. You go play golf. What if we get FedEx driver versus, like, Brandon Eagle? <laughs> <laughs> well, then that, uh, apparently Brandon is going to have to give up a few shots. Are you, you going to have to send out referees? <laughs> probably will. Uh, we had a match the first year that almost came into fisticuffs. Wait, wait. We so had to step what? in. These people get aggressive on yeah. it, I'm telling you. What uh, happened? It just, there was a little disagreement over no, well, one person likes probably knew the rules. So, you know. One person liked to talk, and he didn't know the match play rules very well. Oh, uh, okay. we, we have another gentleman who thinks no matter what the conditions are, it's lift clean in place. Oh, I, no matter how dry and hard the fairways are, it is lift clean in place. Especially if you're it's in the rough and you can move it back in the fairway. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I have so I, the varsity group is competitive junior golfers. Whether they want to play, in, most of them want to play in college. But this new kid, you know, over the phone was competitive. I was like, you can try it out, you know. So on the, we go do uh, the first hole. We're doing some course management stuff. So one of the kids hits it kind of way where it hits a tree. He's like, you can hit another one on the first tee. The new kid says it, and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you always get another one like it's a rule. And I was like, what? <laughs> And I was like, a breakfast ball or what? New rules. He's like, and then he started kind of backing down because he realized, he truly believed it. That that was it, his rule? Because yeah. uh, that was a, his high school coach. Talk about high school oh, coaches. Oh, come on, man. Like, it come said on. you could always have, like, n- another ball off the first team. So do we get breakfast balls in this match play? We do not get breakfast oh, balls in the match play. Do we get give me, gimmies within the putter um, grip? There are no gimmies. Oh, your, 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 opponent, your opponent can give you a putt yeah, from any distance. I need gimmies just, period, within the yeah, putter grip only a golf no. simulator professor. yeah i mean well, that's what i and, need and we will address that <laughs> as well <laughs> I, i've accepted his challenge that he put out oh yeah and, ago, I, so. and, and i'm going to win just let people know now okay so regardless good we finally have someone to play against regardless somebody. of what happens even when we play i'm gonna say i won that's just how it's gonna work. so regarding the match <laughs> be back on yeah. here, so. <laughs> regarding the match play one rule that i stick your handicap current definitely definitely we have so many guys that i'll go to verify their handicap the next month and they talk about all the golf they played, but there's not a score posted. And yeah, that, I need that, to do that. That is not tolerated. So, I mean, what if a guy starts taking lessons after the stroke play and he's got a month or two, you know. That's and fine. He keeps, his thing keeps dropping. Does he have to – does he stick with what he signed up with? Good question. Uh, the handicaps are updated the first of each month. Okay. okay. So, uh, the perfect example, the first year my handicap dropped four strokes. From and the beginning did you to have the end. to use it? Did to you the, do any? What did you do to make it drop four strokes? How'd you improve? I went to a Sam Lab fitting and got your putter and got figured out that I was using the wrong putter for the past <laughs> twenty five years. People don't realize how the equipment. Nice. And I don't make money off selling equipment because I don't. I hate dealing with billing, but I'm like, you start to adapt to your equipment and your swing flaws. A lot of them come from being misfit or yep. just buying them off the rack. Yeah, and it's like I want to like. I'll get like I, it's so important. It screwed. I screwed myself up. That's why I'm back to all original <laughs> specs. Yeah. You know, trying yeah. to tinker with it, and it screwed me up. Yeah, I tried using 
a putter a couple weeks ago. I just took it to the putting green with me that I used to use, center shafted putter. I couldn't get the distance. Everything was three or four feet off from 10 feet. Mm -hmm. I picked up my face balance blade and started dropping them again. Yeah, wow. It's so, wow. It's weird. A yeah. lot of it might be psychological, but when an some instructor of, tells you, is, this is it. But like when I went to the Adele fitting, because alignment's been one of my big issues just for putting, not full swing, but he's a guru at lines and the geometry of heads and how the net goes in. But oh, it was amazing! Like just the little details that make such make a, big a huge difference. difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's let's um, wrap up with making sure people know where they can find information about the Facebook group. Facebook. Um, well, Facebook. <laughs> Greater. There's there's Houston like a, there's group. like a process of getting yes. approved. Like you know, it's, you can't just go there and be oh, like, yeah. hey, I will, I'm in. <laughs> like, um, so. <laughs> so who? How how do you approve them? What's your? Uh, there are three questions on there that very rarely get answered. But if they're a referral, let's say you refer. A I answered them. Yeah, I, I answered the question, and I still let him in. I, always, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I usually, I've only joined a few Facebook groups, but I'm. What is this deal? I have like 500 groups I'm a part of. Well, people can just people can just add you. People can just add you too. Yeah, yeah. Because one day I started just un. Yeah, people can add you. But so, a lot of times I'll get 10 or 20 a day because somebody will go play and they'll tell all their friends, hey sign up for this or exactly. they'll add them and I'll go through and look. And if I look through 30 pictures and there's nothing closely related to golf, chances are they may not get in. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Or they, we have an influx of people usually late in the year or wanting to promote golf tournaments. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. one certain organization will have 30 people bombard the page. They don't get in. I don't mind promoting the tournaments once a month. That's fine up to the tournament time. Yeah, but we want you to participate in the group as well. Absolutely, yeah, you know, yeah, keep have, it active. Have some, you know, have some input here as opposed to just give me your money, come play a scramble, where yeah. somebody's going to fill out their scorecard before they start drinking. You're turn right. in a scorecard You're for right. forty-eight before they see the leaderboard. You're yeah, right. before they yeah. see the leader, or sometimes they wait till the last scorecard oh, to turn in. They turn theirs in. This reminds me, I used to do a fundraiser <laughs> for I have a junior golf foundation, and we also use it for military veterans as PGA Hope, but. Well, I, I did it at Pecan Grove a couple years ago, I guess seven years ago, probably now, but, uh, my brother had just won the Arizona open playing PGA tour Canada. My dad's scratch. One of my high school players about two. And then my buddy was like a 15, but can hit it off the tee. They shoot 55. Okay. So the, they get second place to a team that shoots 50 and their number, their a player was a 12 handicap. Wow. And they probably started drinking before they started playing. Of yeah, course they did. Always, you know that? I, it that's, always works see, I that couldn't way. Stand it, that's pistol like, whipping at its finest. What, yeah. My hands were tied, and I'm like, not that like anybody cares who really wins, but yeah. I, I just can't stand this. So, so give like, people the page um, name again. Um, what to search on Facebook? Uh, Greater Houston Golfers. Okay. Uh, once you ask to join, usually within two or three hours, either myself or the other two administrators will get you in the group. Um, go on there and post, looking for somebody to play with. Hey, I've got a tee time at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Who wants to join in? We yeah, they have a lot of good – Actually, just recently have a couple guys that are moving in from one from Southern California, one from Orlando, have been very active the past few days. One guy is moving in from, I believe, Orlando, moving into this area. We've given him your I, name. Yeah, and I've, I've messaged somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're very active. No, like, good, it's a good find, group, yeah. yeah. Just stay away from the Groupon guy because then you're going <laughs> to end up on Groupon. We'll, we'll discuss that later. <laughs> yeah, we've got guys all over the state. We've got guys far out of San Antonio, okay. Briggs Ranch. 
got some guys up in Dallas. Nice. As well. So and what's your ultimate goal with the group? Is this kind of what it is? Just, it's to, good. just to keep it as a social group. Community. Yeah, a place where people can go and buy and sell stuff. People can go in, you know, poke fun at other people. Does anyone need a $3,000 projector? <laughs> Probably not. Actually, actually, I may have that sold for you. Really? Don't. Yes, I might. We'll take it off okay. the podcast. We'll take it off. The yeah, <laughs> so, take it off eBay. <laughs> may have it sold. All right. So there's a couple things I want to get to before we wrapped up. Uh, before we start our challenge, because that's probably the most important that I beat Chris today on the simulator because I've been talking so much noise. I've <laughs> been talking a lot of trash. <laughs> so, um, um, waste management open, um, and I've got my DraftKings card ready so that, you all can critique That's the best it. tournament I'm from out there, but that, if you haven't been to that tournament. That's a good one to go to. Well, and I'd rather, as a player, play in that than like the US Open. It's a rockets it, event, it sounds like. It would be like. so much fun. So right now, I've got John Rahm, okay? I've got Colin Morikawa. You love Morikawa. I, he's 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 my second favorite he's player like right a machine, now. <laughs> um, I've got DeChambeau because I felt like he played good overseas, so I think he can come here. Did he get a slow play penalty? He did. He that's did. what that's I what hurt him on the final that. round. Um, I've got McCarthy, um, Stewart, and Luke. Danny Donald. McCarthy's a sleeper. Is that who it is? Yeah. So he right, he, well, right when now, I was coaching in college, he was a stud. Right now he he's even through one. So I'm, I'm making uh -oh. eight dollars right now on <laughs> my. Oh, my He's first, the first one off. But, I, but I've cashed every week the last um, four weeks. So up. I'm hoping that this week – well, DeChambeau hasn't started. He's an afternoon player. Um, Stewart is an afternoon player. Right now I've got Luke Donald – Morikawa and Rom. Luke Donald's playing. Yeah, he's one Luke under. Donald is back out there. Yeah, I, I, I thought I saw yeah. him, but I haven't. He's made every cut. Him. That's why I picked him. Yeah. You know, sometimes I pick guys for cuts. Sometimes I pick for top tens. Sometimes I pick for people who I think are playing in good you form. You probably got some crazy form. I definitely have a spreadsheet. So, all right, now I hear that you do some DraftKings as well. I don't do DraftKings, but I pick every week. Okay, just, so what you got fun. this week? I like Harold. You like Harold? This I like Harold's okay. game. I like listening to him talk. He's a very personable young man. He, he was on no the doubt. Radio last night, I was yeah. yeah, and another one I like, not a big UT fan, but Scotty Scheffler. Ah, you know, the kid I, is the kid is I built. I almost like a picked him machine. on mine too. See, like yeah. that's where Jordan Spieth sold yeah, the, the thunder of a lot of the like. Justin oh, they were Thomas good players. Kids. Yeah, they were like, good players yeah. there. Yeah, but, like Jordan Spieth just had that hot run then in Byron yeah. Nelson, whatever, when he was a kid. But they're so. I mean, Scotty Scheffler. I mean, his Scheffler is a good player. Yeah, he, yep. he good. is there a pool on um, the Facebook page? Every now and then for the majors, somebody will pull one up. Okay. You know, Brandon Eagle does that sometimes. Yeah, Brandon Eagle. I would be happy of, uh, to yeah, uh, sure. run a pool for the face because I, I do this every week regardless. So Absolutely. I'd be happy to run one because there's a good website that we could use. People can go in. The one that I sent you. Yeah, I yeah, build it up. yeah, but there's there's <laughs> plenty of things that we could use, automate it where no one really has to do. Like I'll post my pick, work. so if you just go off, like, don't pick anyone I do because I've never won. <laughs> so so oh, I'm waiting for JJ to get into another event so we can pick him. Yeah, we're yeah. definitely going to pick I want to see what the DraftKings number is for that. It's going to be $3,000. I, I tell every, <laughs> so now that I think about it, because I, I, I was talking last night that if I'm not playing for money, like in a money game or something, like I lose interest about whole six, like I'm ready to go in. And I, I look at my two tour starts, and I was even through six and two under through seven. And then I – my average is like 77. Then you went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah. need a psychological coach. Well, you I do. Need, I need endurance the, to make it 18 <laughs> holes because I never well. play. I need to play on the simulator more. <laughs> <laughs> but before we wrap up, I need both of y'all Super Bowl picks. Super Bowl Sunday. 
Um, this will go. be out after Super Bowl Sunday, so people will know if we're right or wrong. This will post on Monday. My son is a Texas Tech grad. I got to go with Patrick. Got to go with Pat Mahomes. Got to. Yeah, okay. Got to. Chiefs. And I'm an AFC guy with the Chargers and Texans now. So I, I just feel like um, defense, once you get to the final game, wins it Dude, more the, often than not. Uh, the Chiefs got Terrell Suggs. He, he's playing hard. Dude. Terrell Suggs is 38. I don't care. We <laughs> and my, he played he's in the Arizona. Come on. He was in uh, one of our uh, uh, team in our town's region in high school football. And he's a year younger than me. And he played running back. And he, was, uh, he won uh, – Freaking defensive player of the year or whatever. Yeah, for true I mean, freshman year. He was playing running back versus a bunch of average uh, high school kids. Beast. Don't get me and wrong. He he's ran for like 350 yards. He was carrying kids on. I guarantee at 38 years old. He's 38. No, he's probably like 34. No, I think he's, yeah, like he's probably like 34. But, but I think he's either my I'm embellishing. I'm still – just the fact Dude, that he's – Terrell still, sucks. But the, have you ever seen him on Ballers? The 49ers the show? have he's like not. Bosa. They've got um, – yeah, uh, Bosa Richard was Sherman too scared to finish his college career. No, he was smart. It. He took the year off so he no, could get drafted. He, got, he was the second pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't, you didn't do wrong if you're the second pick he, in the draft. He's got an insurance policy. Play that. <laughs> <laughs> but my pick is 49ers. We got two Chiefs, and um, I'm just ready to see the game. I think this will be. We'll, we'll finally get a Super Bowl, probably worthy of the Super Bowl because the last few the haven't been as good. Around. Patriots, so yeah, I, I, I think Tom Brady leaves too. I think Tom Brady ends up in um, San Diego or L.A. So, the L.A. Chargers. What Philip Rivers, man? Philip Rivers retiring. He retired. He um, he's retiring just like Eli is. Yeah, he's got eleven kids to raise. He, he does have eleven kids. Yeah, really. I think he's still commuting from San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's my boy. Yeah, he's so, retiring. If you're a fan, you love him of the Chargers. If you're not, you, yeah. you don't like just him. like you love Natron. Natron. Yep. Oh, everybody loves Natron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't love him? And and this has been a um, special episode. We made it. I still can't believe we made it ten episodes. I mean, like, just let's be honest. So you're lying when you're talking about bigger dreams were with this i, I thought podcast. we were um, crashing and burning at like four well yeah. we couldn't figure out the schedule I mean, we had the netting, we had the netting all over us i mean <laughs> yeah this, we, <laughs> this place changes every time i've walked in here we're almost <laughs> we, there just wait till the kitchen's there. clean then we'll and be I, serving white claws and, and i waited y'all out to see if you would make double digits actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i figured i'm gonna tell my friends i'm gonna be on this podcast it's only on episode three and there may not be a fourth but no we're, we're, okay. we're, we're hanging on strong matter of fact we even ranked in like um japan on our golf click league so do we, they, we rank. Wow. So, they, yeah. Do you put a trans translator on? No, for, they do it. They, we're global. Apple does that. Like yeah. I don't have any control over any of those. Yeah, things. that's an Apple thing. <laughs> I bet China. We need to get into China. They probably don't let us. No, so. right now they've got coronavirus to deal with. That's what they need to be worried yeah. about. They don't. They can't even be playing golf. One city's on lockdown, so that's what they need to be concerned with. Anything you want to leave with people? Let me with? Put one more feeler out yeah. there for the guys in the golf group that are listening. Ryder Cup 2020, late in the year. Get ready. Houston Ryder Cup. It, it may be all Houston, maybe Houston, Dallas. I'm nice. talking to some people. Okay. Right, so, so what I want to do is offer uh, the greater Houston golfers uh, some free passes to come up here. Yeah, just come up here and hang it out. Combine. Yes. Maybe have a little competition so they can see what it's about. Put them on Groupon. Somebody will buy them. Yeah. Well, no, we'll do it for free. <laughs> okay. But we'll think of some like some way <laughs> we can benefit. Ask Jeremy if they can get a cart fee pass, see the course. Yeah. We'll well, challenge that. me. And as I said, match play 20 qualifier. Out working here. with Jeremy to have it out here yeah. on a Monday. That's the easiest day to have it since the club's not open. This course is a good layout. Oh, no question. I don't question. know why people don't talk about it more, but I was surprised. It's fair, but it's not easy. It's only 6,900 yep. yards from the back tees. It's a tough 6,900, though. It's tough, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we had an event here a couple years ago around Thanksgiving week. We did a six-hole scramble, six-hole best ball, six-hole alternate shot. And I figured 
68, 69 would come in. 73 is what won it. Wow. Yeah. So, over wow. par this summer, they had the U.S. Women's Amateur Qualifier. They play up as well. Yeah. And they over par qualified. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is that, that makes for a challenging round, but a fair round. You know, yeah, so absolutely. There's birdies out there, but you got to manage your game, and the contours of the greens are undulated. So, definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, this has been episode 10 of the Golf Performance Group podcast. We appreciate you listening. Um, rate us, review. Um, five stars that helps us grow the podcast and we're out.